Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch Lite, your weekly light Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James. And I'm Christina. I don't know if that introduction made any sense at all. It's fine. I got it. <laughs> people, If people don't know by now that the Nintendo Switch Lite is out, I think there's other problems, not just our intro. <laughs> you know, what happened was I got a notification from ups that i had a best buy package being delivered and i go oh what is this i haven't purchased anything from best buy in a world and like a while mm -hmm. because my gamer club unlimited expires so i no longer buy games physically anymore to get the the discount and i was like oh my like it, it must be happening i totally forgot that the switch light was coming out i didn't even mention it last week on the podcast i thought maybe you were holding off and trying to make it seem like a surprise i didn't i didn't know <laughs> No, I, I, had, I had no clue. And then it showed up at my door. And then I said, why is there only one? Remember, I ordered two. Yeah. And I, I realized that the Pokemon one comes out when the new Pokemon comes out. It doesn't include the game, but it just you can't know about those Pokemon until the Pokemon come out. Apparently, it takes extra time to put those decals on. So, oh, gotcha. So will you um, did you pre-order the game? No, because I don't get the discount. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm okay. going to do. Any, okay. I'm so torn, Christina. I'm so torn <laughs> about do I buy games? Do I buy physical copies? Do I download games? So I hope that they give us a game code. They're not going to Nintendo's mm -hmm. not going to give us a game code. But, you know, maybe. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll see if there's a sale or something and, and wait for it. Like, look, Pokemon Let's Go went did go on sale. So there is hope. You know, I'm just buried in games. I'm buried in games. You're you're buried yeah. in games, it seems like, too. Oh, absolutely. There's so many great games that came out this past week and are coming out in the next, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so it is many a, games. Yeah. It is a great time to be a gamer. And maybe we have a bunch of new gamers joining the podcast because I do have a Nintendo Switch light in my hands. And it's so light, Christine. It's so light. How light is it? <laughs> It's a great question. I did an unboxing video and you said you did not watch it, correct? I did not because I wanted I wanted to kind of have a fresh take on on your experience. Yeah. Well, I first will encourage everyone to go watch the video if you want even in more depth with video coverage. We'll put links in the show notes of here. I, I maybe I did a live stream on Twitch on our Twitch page for maybe like 15, 20 minutes. So it's not long, but some people were asking me questions. So I went over a few things and I honestly have not used it until today. And oh, yeah. And not because I didn't want to, but because I wanted to put a screen protector on it. And I forgot to pre-order a screen protector, but I did get one yesterday. So I put it on this morning. We'll talk about that in a bit. But let me first talk about the switch light. Christina, Christina, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Oh, yeah, I'm 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 sitting on the edge of my seat. It's amazing. It's like, it is <laughs> spectacular. I mean, so the Nintendo Switch Lite, for all intents and purposes, is a light version of the Nintendo Switch. So you can't remove the Joy-Cons. We know this. There's no sensors of ambient sensors, anything like this on it. The cutouts of where the speakers are at are gone. It's minimal. It's smaller. The resolution is higher technically even though it's 720p but the pixel density is 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 larger the all the features are the same some game card slot volume sliders power buttons 
the kickstand is gone, which makes some sense. So they have a new little slot for the SD card uses that comes with the same power supply. Um, the, 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 the look, I got the yellow one cause yellow is my favorite color. Mm-hmm. Uh, is beautiful. The texture on it is okay. So go, you have your switch with you, right? I do. Yes. Now, you know, on the back, how it's glossy and then there's a kickstand, which has a different texture on it. Yeah. It has kind of like a, it's like a matte texture. That's the entire switch light. It's all cool. that texture, the entirety cool. of it. So you yeah. don't see fingerprints. No fingerprints at all. You cannot see a fingerprint at all. This is how every device should be made. I don't know why people want fingerprints, but it's perfect. The other thing, why I think this is really nice is when you look at your Nintendo Switch uh, and you have the screen on, you notice the big black border around your Switch. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's huge, right? It's like this big black border. Yeah. The Switch Lite, instead of it being a black border, it's the same color of the Nintendo Switch. So it's a yellow. So it, it it's looks... It's the same plastic? It's a different plastic, but the same color. Okay. So gotcha. it's it's very nice. So it looks... It doesn't look like the a big black border around the display. It looks like a cohesive story. And I think it's okay to have it there because since it is smaller, you're... All, all the buttons in the same are the, are the same size. They moved the position of the home button down a little bit and the photo taking button down a little bit. But there's a real D-pad. Feels real good. It's not too mashy. Um, the 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 sticks are the same. The triggers are the same. Everything about it is the same. It's just smaller and it weighs like a third. That's the biggest thing, and I can't describe it because it feels when you put them in your hand side by side, it's so different it's like night and day on these devices of just the weight of it now i don't want to give like a full review 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 because we know that all three of us own the satisfy controller or whatever and Mm -hmm. because of you know issues with the joy cons and the grip and the size and the weight of it so my hope here is that since the switch light is lighter then I won't have hand cramps, but I need to sit down and play some Fortnite or something that, you know, has some intensity to it to see if there is a difference. But I will tell you that this is the only switch that I want to carry around with me ever again, like out of the house. Yeah. Um, how do the buttons feel? Cause I was watching another video of someone who like was just doing a really quick brief overview of their favorite things about the switch light. Um, have you noticed a difference with the buttons and how they feel? Um, I so so far the the X Y and B A buttons feel very very similar. Maybe a little bit less mashy, but very very similar. The sticks feel a little bit tighter. Okay. Uh, maybe they need to be worn in a little bit. Like it's hard for me to compare my current switch, which is two years old, against the other one. Right. But I also think that the, the triggers feel a little bit less mashier, especially the LZ and the ZR. So ZLZLR buttons. Those are mm-hmm. those are weird buttons. I wish that they would figure out a better name for those. But yeah, they feel pretty good. I would say that the the one oddity that I've noticed is the picture button on the left hand side. It's like it's not really sticking out and it it's 
it's kind of like loose in there. That's the only thing. It's a little bit weird. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if like I don't know if it's something wrong with my switch light because I feel like I have to really press in on it. So that is weird. I just took 14 screenshots of my desktop. <laughs> I wonder if anyone else has had that issue. And if you have, let us know, because that would be interesting. Um, I've heard that the like X, Y, A, B, those buttons are a lot quieter. Like much quieter compared to the oh. regular, the original Joy-Cons. Now, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't compare it, but... <laughs> Yeah, I I literally just put my bigger switch in the other room because I'm an idiot, and I should have had them side by side. Why? But no. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I guess I'm gonna click on it right now. Some ASMR in here. Can you hear that? And then yeah, and then I'll click mine. Okay. <laughs> so, listeners, does that sound different to you? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yours did sound a little bit sound a little bit uh, heavier. I'm gonna I'll do a side by side yeah. comparison. I'll do, I'm gonna do a full review on it, but I will say it's really really great. Um, do you have any questions besides that? What other questions you got for me? I guess have you noticed any difference in performance between them? Like has it everything seemed buttery smooth? Uh, so far, I haven't had any issues with the performance of it. I mean, uh-huh. that being said, or any games or whatever, yeah. Now, I mean, I I just installed the SD card. I downloaded some games, and I'm just loading up the new Super Mario Brothers game, and yeah, it's about the same. Yeah, okay. it feels about the same as far as that goes. The UI is responsive, closing things, updating things. It's all the same. Um, yeah, in general, and of course, it's not going to output stuff in 1080p. It's only going to output stuff in 720p. So you're going to get that type of performance boost i guess in general but i will tell you there was a few issues i ran into oh um like what yeah so the first thing is uh, i went to go set it up and Mm -hmm. it it says hey do you want to do you want to reuse an existing user on from another switch and i go oh yeah i want to move my pro or copy my profile over and it says Uh all right is that other switch there and i go yeah it's here and it says um, you know, uh, do, are you going to, con- and then ask, are you going to continue to use that other switch or is this a new switch? Or you don't want to use that one anymore. I said, no, I want to use that switch still. And then it says, okay, well, um, are you linked to a Nintendo account? And I said, I am. So it's cool. That sounds good. And then it says, log into your Nintendo account. So I click the log into the Nintendo account button and it says, you need to update your switch to be able to log into your Nintendo account. And I go, okay, like I'll, I'll update it. And then it says yeah. to update, press the home button, go to settings. The problem is, is I'm in the system setup for the first time. You can't hit the home button. Like there's, you just can't continue. So you have to create a new dummy account that you're going to delete later. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a little bit of an oversight. <laughs> yeah. So p- problematic there, I would say. Yeah. I think, I think overall it seems like Nintendo, like the switch Lite right now it's not intended to be like your backup switch it's not intended to be your second switch that you go and like play the same game on it, it the way they kind of built it right now is so people who don't have a switch already this is their first switch because yeah. there's no like cloud gaming storage or, or anything like that like uh i think it's just cloud gaming right that's like the phrase 
the but cloud. You, you get what I mean. Yeah, the cloud. Well, at least yeah. the cloud saves, right? Because they're so. Let's talk about that. It's a good right, right but question. The the issue is that like if I wanted to play a game on my OG Switch and then I wanted to just pick up my Switch Lite and play the same game, like I saved it on my 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 Switch. And then I'm leaving the house, so I pick up my Switch Lite and want to play the same game. I can't do that. The only way I can do that is if I take out the memory card, put it in my Switch Lite, and make sure everything transfers over. So, like, they don't make it easy. So, yes and no. Um, okay. okay. Because, because I I was in, I, I go, okay, I want to use this exactly how you're saying as sort of my secondary mm-hmm. Switch, my road Switch, if you will. <laughs> and I've I've had a few people ask me about this, and I've done a bunch of research. I don't have a hands-on because I just installed some games, and I'm going to really test this with like Hyperforma. Yeah, is can I do what you just said? Start playing on my Switch, then take my Switch Lite on the go. Now, I've linked my Mots account to my machine. I can see that whoever's online right now, I'm logged in. It has the Twitter stuff. That was very easy. After I created a test account, deleted that account, added a new account after I updated the firmware. Now, I did a lot of research on this, and it's kind of inconclusive whether things work or not. So the first thing, game saves, right? So I can download, like I just downloaded Hyperforma, which I I own, and now it's installed on two switches, okay? Mm -hmm. And we know that this has worked, and you just can't play the game on multiple consoles at the same time. It has to sort of check in to the internet, I guess. Yeah. So the question then becomes, okay, well, what about save data, right? So if I can install the game on multiple switches, how do I get the the, the saves on multiple switches? And that's where the save data cloud comes in. So this is intriguing because from what I've read, the theory should be if I'm playing Link's Awakening and I finish the first level or whatever level it is, I should then be able to exit the game, you know, charge the switch, put the switch in the dock, whatever, and then go to my other switch, pick it up and continue from that game save because that game supports the save data cloud. That should work. Mm -hmm. But there hasn't been like people testing it to see how fast that syncing happens. Is it in real time? Is it not in real time? Am I going to have to manually go check to see if all my data has been saved back and forth? And that is sort of a mystery. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I was actually watching um, Beat-em-ups and uh, like the YouTuber who was talking about the Switch Lite. And he was saying, essentially, maybe he tested it and concluded that it. he said that if he started playing Link's Awakening, which he did on his Switch Lite, he can only play Link's Awakening on that Switch Lite and that that saved game. Hmm. Like he could install it on his other, his regular Switch and he could play it, but it wouldn't be the same game. Hmm. At least that that's the impression I got from his review. So I guess that's something you'll just have to test and then in your full review talk about it. But Well, so here yeah. is why. So mm-hmm. Link's Awakening does not support cloud data save. And not all games do. That Okay, so that's the problem Mm. then. Okay. And that's the problem. So, for instance, I just installed... 
when it insolvency. This is it, and it can become problematic. So for instance, um, I have hyperforma. So here, if I look at it, then I should, for all intents and purposes, be able to download and do this because hyperforma supports it. Untitled Goose Game supports it. So in this instance, when I'm done playing, it'll upload on my other console. I can download that should technically work. And if everything is staying in sync, good to go. The problem that this individual ran into is that, yeah, it did not in Link's Awakening or other games might not support the cloud save data, which is shenanigans that that game does not support it. That is BS. It's so, a, yeah, it's a Nintendo title. <laughs> so what what that individual can do or what I could have to do is you can go into your save data and you can transfer the save data over your Wi-Fi to another console. That's what I've been told on the Internet. Every time you want to switch consoles, which would be super tedious and not a lot of fun. And that's definitely a problem that they're going to need to fix. Yeah, they either need to make that automatic where it automatically happens in the background, like you turn it on once and that's it. You don't have to worry about it again. Or they just need to make the cloud storage available for every game. Like, how does Steam do it? I can play a game on Steam on my desktop computer and then I go to my laptop and I can open up my just save game and play it somewhere else. Like, it's that easy and it should be that easy for Nintendo. Yeah. So like right now, when, yeah, whenever right now I go and I need to play a game, like I just, you know, installed Hyperforma, I had to go download that save data. Yeah. So manually. It's just a step you shouldn't have to think about. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, hopefully Nintendo kind of, you know, they, they came out with a Switch Lite, you know, that that's awesome. That's great. And I think the next step, they just, they really need to figure out, you know, making the switch family better integrated because they're they're still so separate right now but correct or do they even care i guess that's the <laughs> do there are is this even a use case that they care about i hope it is i mean bowser said a long time ago that they want to support the scenario so i would like to see that um they'd be crazy not to yeah, the ideal That's scenario the future is, of gaming at this point. So <laughs> yeah, just make it all work on my local Wi-Fi and make it happen behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But you can, you know, you can click on the game from your desktop or from your desktop, the desktop of the switch, say, save data and go to the, from there. So anyways, I will say beyond that, um, the good friends over at TomTalk, which we've talked about before, sent me a two cases uh, they sent me a traditional slim case, which you have, Christina, correct, for your Switch? I do. And how do you feel about it? I like it a lot. It's great. It was the first uh, case I have. It's a very nice case. I really like it. It's mm-hmm. a hard shell, but it's very good materials. I really like it. They reached out to us and said, hey, we have some new Switch Lite stuff. Can we send it your way? So I said, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take anything you got. And we know because Michael and I have it. You have one. We all have TomTalk cases and we love it. And just a great slim down case. And the new Switch Lite one is exactly the same as the previous one. So if you own a TomTalk case, the Switch Lite version is exactly the same. It has a little screen wipey thing. It has places to put games in. It's beautiful. The only difference is that it's smaller and it also has a wrist strap. So you can be all cool with a little wrist strap. Now, my question for you, just because I know you also were sent 
a like a shell case, right? For yes. your your light. When you have that shell case, the hard shell case on your switch light, does that also fit inside your TomTot case or does it only fit without the shell on it? No, it fits with it. So they sent me this okay. grip case cover, which I am not a fan of. You can think of it as a, you know, an iPhones, they have the cases. It's very similar like that. It's a hard plastic that goes around your switch and they say it has easy install protection it's shock absorption and it snugs very tight on it it feels very nice they sent me a dark gray one and just not a fan of it 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 does snug on tight but then i don't get to see this beautiful yellow and it's also plasticky and fingerprints pick up on it the only nice thing the only nice thing that it does is it adds a little um, little bumpage in the bottom left and bottom right, almost as a grip for your hands on the bottom of the joy cons. So it adds a little bit more dimension to your switch, but that case, that bigger case that they sent me has that already in mind. So they sort of design them at mm. the same time in a way. So it is there. Um, it's a nice case. It's a, it's only $12. It does come with this bonus free screen protector And I did use that screen protector on my switch. I originally bought the, what's it called? The one for my switch that I originally recommended was am film, am film. And I decided that I was going to buy that again. It's $10 for three. However, I found out as I was reading reviews and other people bought it that the am film one it's not really a design for Nintendo Switch. It's just a generic mobile device screen protector. Oh, it's not a special size or anything? No, because that's the thing is, so on your Nintendo Switch, there are like cutouts that need to be made for the speakers and the light sensor, you know? Yeah. But on the Switch Lite, that stuff doesn't exist. It's just a square. So a lot of these screen protectors are only covering the black part of it and not the full aspect ratio of it. And some people like that. Some people don't like that. Where this one, this one that came with the TomTuck grip cover case, it may have been a generic, a generic one. I'm not positive. Mm -hmm. But uh, that said, uh, it fits perfectly like a, a, around the entire screen portion of it. And I do like that. And I was able to get it on without any air bubbles and I'm quite happy with it. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like just having one that's the exact size of the like visible screen. If you don't line that up perfectly, that would be so annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where like, like this I'm, gives I'm, me, uh, yeah, it gives me a nice little place to put it, the full thing. So yeah, yeah, because I'm looking at my Switch right now and I'm looking at the screen and I just know because mine's not on perfect. I mean, I did the best I could. But even still, if I had to try to get it exactly on the screen and if it was off just the littlest bit, like the way the light would be like messed up on the edge. Yeah, that that's weird. I that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. So the TomTuck one, while I didn't like the grip case cover, um, mm-hmm. You know, just in general, that's okay. Not every product's for me. I could see why people would like that for kids or something to protect the outer shell of it. I don't really need it, but it is only $10, but it does come with the screen protector, but it only comes with one. And um, 
you know, where the am film one comes with three. So if you mess it up, you get two more tries. And that's what I do, do like about that. But I can, I can say, I can highly, highly recommend the Nintendo switch light case. Uh, it is very, very good. Highly recommended. Definitely give that a go. And in fact, if you have a Nintendo switch at all, absolutely take a look on Amazon. I'll put a link to all of their cases in the show notes. They are spectacular. They're 20 bucks. So they're not expensive. No, and great quality too. Like they, like even for just the original switch, it fits in there. So snug. It's perfect. It's perfect. I love, I love my, my Tom talk case, but yeah, that's it. That's my official Nintendo switch light hands-on semi review. Well, I look forward to the full review um, that you'll be writing after you have a little more time to play some games on it and, you know, put in some hours on it. Uh, So how about we head over to some news? How's that sound, Christina? That sounds great. And actually, there were two articles that came out this week specifically about the Switch Lite. One of them was saying that there was drift issues already on the Switch Lite. Uh, somebody submitted a video to Nintendo Life and kind of showed that, you know, they were moving around in uh, Breath of the Wild and they took their thumb off and it was still moving. Uh, now, the video hasn't been verified. Uh, some people are saying that it's, you know, they edited it and whatever, which is totally possible. Um, but there haven't been any more reports that are there have just been that one. And my thinking is just because there's been so many drift issues with um, the original Joy-Cons. This was like bound to happen. Somebody was going to do something. <laughs> but yeah, if there is more drift, I will definitely hear about it and we'll definitely report on it. But have you experienced any drift on yours? <laughs> In the zero games that I've played, I've not experienced any drift <laughs> issues at all. But I will say that the when you first get it, I, I think that the joysticks are a little bit stiffer. So maybe it just mm-hmm. needs a little bit of time to get together. I am concerned about yeah. my screen capture button. I need to research this now, but not, no, mine are all yeah. good so far. I'll report back as I play more. Yeah. And people have taken apart the Switch Lite already and compared the two um, joystick hardware pieces, and they're, t- they're totally different. Mm. So if there is a drift issue, maybe it's not the Joy-Cons, it's the software. <laughs> yeah. If that's the case. Well, we'll find out more if there are more reports, but there's only been the one for now. Um, now, if there is more drift issues, apparently repairing your Switch Lite is going to cost more than the original Joy-Cons, at least in Japan. Uh, Japan, if you go on Nintendo's, um, the Japan, Nintendo Japan's website, there's a guide that will that breaks down all the prices. So if you have an original Joy-Con with um, joystick issues, just one Joy-Con, if you send that in, it's 2,160 yen to get repaired. But if you have a Switch Lite, uh, issue and you have to send in your whole switch light to get it fixed, it's 4,860 yen. So more than double the price to get mm. it repaired, which is kind of crazy. And I wonder why it's such a price difference. Maybe it just it's more to take apart the whole switch light because you can't just take apart a Joy-Con. So it's more labor intensive. That's my guess. But I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it seems expensive. But yeah, that must be it. And I got to take apart the whole thing. So hmm. yeah, and I don't even know um, if they can. I mean, it's they can't, they can do anything, but it's, it is sure. two pieces, but yeah, there's two little screws and that's about it. And yeah, maybe they just end up replacing the whole thing. So they're like, eh, let's charge more. Yeah. But 
I that's just uh, prices in Japan too. I don't know what it is in the U.S. or anything like that. I just saw um, these prices, but just just interesting in general. Um, and also, there is another article where you know people were talking about how you can't plug a switch light into a TV. And then everybody was like, try the try me. <laughs> <laughs> so people have confirmed there's absolutely no workaround to connect your switch light to a TV. So if that's a make or break for you getting a switch light, you probably just want to get the original switch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to convince I was trying to convince my coworker, Scott Hanselman, about getting one. He's like, oh, you know, because he really wants to hook it up to the TV when he travels and he crafted his own little right. micro dock and things like this. And I go. I don't know, man, like it's really light. I really think it's a great deal for like doing this. But I think it's the the game save sync is going to be the biggest issue probably. But yeah, I bought this well knowing that I was not going to be hooking it up to my TV. And that's okay because I have taken my normal switch on the road and I never want to carry extra stuff with me to even try to hook it up to a TV. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. Now that reminds me, you did ki- um, f- uh, give send money to that Kickstarter that was doing the adapter. True. Have you heard anything more on that? I have not, but now, like, should I cancel okay. it because oh, I don't even know if I'll take my switch around? To- <laughs> uh, maybe give it some time. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see how much you like the Switch Lite before you commit to canceling the Kickstarter. Because even if you get it and you won't use it, I will. That's, so. true. That's true. Now I will say though <laughs> you that you just send it to me. <laughs> I will say that. I have been wanting to buy a secondary, a second dock. I actually bought a second mm-hmm. dock and then I sold it again. Um, and I'll I'll tell you, this week was the first week in our like in one year that I've moved the switch from the office into the uh, living room for the Untitled Goose Game, which we'll talk about later because Heather wanted to play mm-hmm. it, and it was really tedious to move an entire dock. So in theory, could be very nice to have this little tiny one either to move around or just have a secondary one without buying a whole nother dock. Cause it's like 80 bucks to buy a whole nother dock. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say about that. Cause no. I, I mean, I, with, with my, with my dock, I've just left it there. I don't really have an office or a living room to move it around to. So <laughs> well, aren't you lucky, Christina? <laughs> yeah, I'm so lucky. I, yeah. I live in such a small apartment that I can't even move things around. Ah. <laughs> Tiny apartment problems. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. that was pretty much it for the news of the week. The switch light is out. We have some thoughts about it. You'll do a full review on it. So let's just let's move on into the game news. Um, so if you haven't heard, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening came out this past week. I actually bought it. I'm loving it. And it's actually number one in the UK. Um, it looks like it's getting some very early success. Did you pick it up, Mats? I didn't. I really wanted to, but everyone else seemed to be picking it up. So I said, eh, they mm-hmm. can talk about it because I will buy it eventually. But I was too busy. I just bought a Nintendo Switch Lite. I don't have extra money to buy games anymore. I got buying hardware. True. So. <laughs> you know what they should have done? Because the Lite, Switch Lite and Link's Awakening came out on the same day. They should have done like a, a special Link's Awakening edition of the Switch Lite. That would have been good. Yeah. Ah, miss like sometimes Nintendo just misses things and it's like, what were you thinking? You missed. weren't thinking. Come on. <laughs> missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, Apparently it's one, number one everywhere, including the US too. It's, it's great though. Oh, I didn't know that. I just saw it was number one in the UK. Very cool. Awesome. Um, now there have been a couple little technical issues that 
have been happening. The biggest one is usually the game runs super buttery smooth on the Switch, but there are moments where there's a lot of enemies that appear on the screen all at once, and it causes the game to kind of like slow down a little bit. It gets kind of glitchy. It goes from like 60 frames per second to 30 frames per second, but just because it's so buttery smooth, the rest of the time it's noticeable. Um, It hasn't bothered me personally when I'm playing. I notice it, but I'm so focused on playing the game that I don't really care, which is a lot coming from me considering I was, you know, so irritated with Porsche, my time in Porsche. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's really the the biggest issue that's been showing up in the game. Other than that, it's it's been great. Nice. Yeah, I I watched a full breakdown of it and they also Mm -hmm. confirm confirm that slowdown that you're talking about. I know you'll talk about a lot more later, but. Uh, it's very nice that, I mean, it looks really good. It looks like a beautiful game, and I'm glad it's doing great, basically. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. Some other news that we heard finally from Nintendo, a little bit more information about Luigi's Mansion 3. So different news articles here, but the first one, if you're looking to pick it up, guess what? They have a great deal so that you can earn double gold points. Now, this is on the digital pre-purchase of the game. You got to do it by the 30th of October, so you have another whole month to do it. But instead of receiving your traditional 300 points, you will get 600 points. And that equates towards $6. So you can think of it as $6 off the game, even though that is used for future game purposes. But you can do it there. And we also got details that the game size will be only 6.3 gigs, uh, which is not too bad. Link's Awakening was 5.8. So if you do need... To upgrade that memory card, the time is now so you can prepare for Luigi's Mansion. But that wasn't the only thing, was it, Christina? No, there was also a little a little bit more news for Luigi Man- Luigi's Mansion. Apparently, there are plans for paid DLC in the future. Um, now, the DLC won't be adding content to the actual story mode because the story mode, you're in a hotel, there's only a certain amount of floors, and they didn't want to add more floors to the hotel because it would kind of mess with the story, which I completely understand. Um, instead, they'll be adding multiplayer content to the Scarescraper mode, uh, which is returning from Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and Screen Park mode, which is a brand new party mode where it's like teams competing against each other, multiplayer teams and stuff. So uh, yeah, if, if you're into multiplayer kind of games and this game's definitely built for it with all the different Luigi's and <laughs> different types of Luigi's um then maybe the DLC is for you personally for me I probably won't be playing multiplayer I just I just want the game on uh, the story so I probably won't be buying the DLC but if 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 you're into that sort of thing <laughs> yeah I'm curious why it is just dlc for multiplayer i mean i guess it's local multiplayer is maybe what they're targeting at and they're like oh if you're going to be playing multiplayer then here's more stuff but i'd rather have more story stuff that's just kind of me i guess well i think it's because and they they did talk about it a little bit in the article i don't remember where the article is from at the moment but um they explained that right now the way the story is it's like they can't add more to the story. Once you finish the hotel, that's it. It's finished. Mm. There can't magically appear another floor in the hotel that changes the story. So that's why they decided to just focus on multiplayer. Sure. Nintendo. Sure. Mm. I mean, I believe them. Okay. I think it makes perfect sense to me. 
Like if you have a story that's set in place and if adding more content to the story seems weird, then then don't do it. And now they have so much so many more options for multiplayer because of, you know, the Gooigi, the different types of Luigi's and stuff. It that's why it makes sense to me, but Okay. If you want to call their bluff, go right ahead. <laughs> you win, you win. Well, you know what else is winning? <laughs> Pokemon Go. That's right. Pokemon Go still at it. You know, I still see people all over town grouping up and playing Pokemon Go. I don't know how it is in New York, especially upstate. But when I am around uh, randomly, I still see groups of like 20 people. And I'm like, I bet they're playing Pokemon. And my assumption is that they're playing Pokemon. Definitely not playing Harry Potter because nobody is playing Harry Potter. Um, No, no, no. They had about one day (laughs) of buzz and that was it. And it's crazy because according to Superdata, which is a cool name for a research company, last month in August, Pokemon Go brought in over $176 million, which is its strongest month since 2016 when it first launched. This is crazy. Apparently, there's been tons of in-game events. There's been the introduction of Generation 5 Pokemon and so much more. Uh, I can only think that it'll just keep going strong. They keep adding more great content to the game and people keep playing it. So that's awesome. It was actually funny. Um, I, during I was giving a presentation during one of my classes and I got a notification that Sparky, <laughs> my companion Pokemon, got a candy and it made me think. I was like, do any of you still play Pokemon Go? And like almost all of them said that they did. <laughs> and so I just got a couple new friends in Pokemon Go. <laughs> there you go. But I just, I, yeah, I just thought it was it was so crazy that it, it's still so like, I mean, I have so many other games I'm playing. So that's why I was so surprised because I haven't touched it in a little while. But it was cool yep. that, that so many of them are still playing it. People are into it. People love the Pokemon. So, you know, I get it. I, I, I'm on this cell phone detox thing. So. I, oh, I, yeah, I've uninstalled everything. However, I have one open spot on my installable games. I, I plan to have one screen of apps and that's it. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. later because the game is coming out this week that I will definitely be picking up. <laughs> I was just going to ask, but, I, but I'll hold I'll hold back. <laughs> Another game that has gotten really good reviews and has done really well ever since 2016 is Ori in the Blind Forest. Now, I don't know if anyone's heard, but it's coming out this week on the Switch. And they actually released a demo for the game. So if you haven't played it on Xbox, was it an Xbox exclusive when it came out? It was. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, great. Well, now it's out on the Switch. And if you want to get a demo, you can. You can play it a little bit before buying it. Um, Yeah, it comes out on the 27th. So... I'm I'm excited for this game. I've had my eye on it ever since I saw them announce it at E3, however many years ago. Was it in 2016, I think? I don't know. But it's it looks like a beautiful game. And I was just talking to a friend earlier about it, and she was saying that it, it's gorgeous and that I would love it. So it's on my list. I downloaded the demo, but I, I have no plans to even touch it yet. <laughs> I also... Link's Awakening is consuming all my free time. <laughs> as it should. Yeah, I downloaded the demo as well. Uh, on my mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch Lite. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll just play it on there. Maybe my, my Switch Lite will be like my demo machine. But I also... That's a good idea. I also just downloaded like the NES and SNES Entertainment like part. And like that's kind of a good idea for playing it there because those games just have local saves anyways. And they're all short. So mm-hmm. kind of interesting. I'm, I'm interested in how all this all works with my Switch Lite. And I'll definitely be buying Ori uh, when it comes out because, I mean... 
I'm going to play the demo. It's going to be great. I'm going to want to buy it. So, but I'm glad there's a demo. I love demos. So me too. All right, let's get on to the final depressing news story of the week. Uh, My ever going saga of bloodstained, which will never apparently get an update ever in my entire life. um, Has some more. No, I would, I'm calling this bad news because, um, I don't understand how this is even possible. Well, it's not good news. It's not it's not good news. It's it's mediocre <laughs> yeah. news. But in an interview with Game Informer, Koji uh Egarashi, the you know, producer and creator of the game, he was quoted on, you know, the Switch performance issues. And he said, and I quote, while there were concerns over hardware limitations, we didn't expect it to be as bad when it was released. Unfortunately, a number of problems occurred that we didn't foresee. Okay, so that's the first part. And uh-huh. I'll, I'll address that in a second. Then he says, with way forward support, these issues are being addressed and they are working hard to optimize the Switch version. That's great. But how did you not expect them? And how did you not see these numbers of things? I mean, did you not play the game on the Switch? Like, Did I- you not test it? Like, how did, like, it sounds like they built this or tried to put, port it to the Switch and then just released it. Did they not even try playing the game? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> Because that's what it sounds like. I don't get it. Mind boggled. Weird. So mind boggled. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, all right. Well, let's get on to some good news. The Fortnite Loot Llama Supply Drive update. Bow, bow, bow. All right. Small one today. I am still not playing <laughs> Fortnite, but we have to mention that there is a brand new crossover event. That is right. Batman has made his way to Fortnite. You can get it right now. It's the Fortnite X Batman announcement. There's a whole bunch of new outfits like Catwoman and Cat Claws and Bat Gliders and all sorts of good stuff. And uh, this is all for the Dark Knight's 80th anniversary, which is super duper awesome. And there's a whole bunch of Batman type stuff in there. So if you're playing the Fortnites, there's probably a reason to play it again. Uh, I maybe maybe I'll play it again. I'll play for this. I'll play it again. We'll see how it goes. So yeah, there you go. There's your update. I've, I've gone so long without playing Fortnite not even trying the game but as soon as i saw this i was like oh now might be the time <laughs> just to get a Catwoman outfit <laughs> that'd be cool yeah the time is but, now yeah it's now we'll see i mean i <laughs> i am playing Link's awakening i don't have time for batman let's be honest um speaking of Link's awakening let's move on to the top 10 bestsellers of the week now the first three spots are all new games they just came out first place no surprise legend of zelda Link's awakening Second place, Untitled Goose Game. And third place, Castle Crashers Remastered. So I thought that was pretty neat that, you know, those the top three were all new games. Um, and then moving on, fourth place is Celeste. Also, what I've heard to be another very good game. Fifth place is Blasphemous. Sixth place, Minecraft, still holding on in the top ten. Seventh place is Undertale. Eighth place is Final Fantasy thirteen. Eight. Right? Remastered. Eight. Eight. Roman numerals. <laughs> and ninth place is defunct and tenth place, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And then there were two other new games that didn't uh, make it to the top 10, but they were in the top 30. We have Damon X whoops. <laughs> Damon X Machina in 17th place and Puzzle Quest, The Legend Returns in 30th place. Nice. Not bad. I do want to pick up yeah. Puzzle Quest. Oh, did we get a code for that? Oh, we did get a code for that. Ah, oh, I totally remember codes. You know. Codes. Got some codes. <laughs> Yeah, it was I think I put it in and they did send us a code, but then um, 
a lot of us were out of town, so we didn't get to be like, mm-hmm. who's going to install this? Because I do know Michael is a big Puzzle Quest fan. So, and oh, here it is oh. on this list. He, he put a green on there. Maybe I'll give it to him. So I feel like <laughs> I, feel like I got to give a, give him a you game. You have Untitled Goose Game to play. This is true. Well, or do yeah. I? We'll find out. So. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Let's get into the new releases this week. There's a lot of goodies on September 23rd. Oliver's Adventure into Fairyland for $7. Star Wars Jedi Knights 2 Jedi Outcast for $10. Kicking off the 24th, which I'm very excited about. Dead by Daylight for 40. Contra Rogue Corpse. Rogue Corps. Corpse. Why do they put a P in there? Rogue Corps. Corpse. 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 $40. I don't know how to do this. Stupid naming. 25th. The most important thing to happen in gaming this week. Mario Kart Tour. Finally dropping on iOS and Android. Woo. Can't be. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be free. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. (laughs) Also, Flying Girl Striker for $15 coming on the Switch. On the 26th, Button Button Up for 12, Fighting Rage for 20, Gunvolt Chronicles, Luminous Avengers 9 for 15, Paper Train for 9, uh, Barry Bradford's Put Panic Party for $6. That's a tongue twister. Say that five times fast. Brad, <laughs> Barry Brad, I can't even do it once. Uh, Dark's, even just saying Put Panic Party is hard. <laughs> put Panic Party, Put Panic Party, Put Panic Party. Put nope. Panic Party, Put Panic Party. Uh, Darksiders 2 Deathfinity Death Infinitive Edition Death Definitive Edition Nailed it <laughs> $30 Habroxia $8 Who is naming this stuff Cyber Protocol for 10 North Guard Guard North Guard for $35 Reaper Tale of the Pale Swordsman <laughs> Jeez, That's a weird name $6 uh, finishing off the week on September 27th, EA Sports, FIFA 20, Nintendo Switch Legacy Edition. Great title, EA. Good work. $50. Some of these names. Uh, Dreaming Canvas for five. That game actually looks pretty okay. It's like you you draw on the world around you. It comes to life or paint it in. I meant to put a check on that. Thank you for reminding me. Put it me. in. Car Mechanic <laughs> Simulator Pocket Edition for your Nintendo Switch Lite because you know you can't fit that Switch in your pocket. So boom, $20. And then Dragon Quest, a whole bunch is dropping on the 27th. Dragon Quest for $5. Dragon Quest 2, $6.50. Dragon Quest 3, $12.50. All going up to Dragon Quest 11S, Echoes of the Elusive Age Definitive Edition for $60, the big release this week. Alongside it, Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition for $20. And a Freedom Finger, where you play as a hand with a middle finger for $20. $20. Flying through space. <laughs> Flying through space. What do you like, Christina? What do you got? So I don't have a ton of checks this week. I have three games that I have my eyes on. Okay. Northgard. We've talked about this one before. It's like a top-down strategy game, but it's based on Norse mythology. So you're like Vikings, which, side note, I've been doing a little genealogy lookup of, of just my ancestors and all that stuff, and I was able to trace back to the 1400s, the Swedish side of my family. So I am at least 25% Viking. <laughs> Whoa, that's cool. So, and I'll, I'll get into this later too because it's relevant for a game I played. Um, but yeah, Northgard is cool. And we mentioned them a little while ago. They're, they were coming out with a special collector's edition, uh, special like physical collector's edition. So 
Um, if anybody picked that up, let us know. It'd be interesting to hear how that ended up turning out. Um, and yes, you reminded me, Dreaming Canvas looked very interesting. Now, the gameplay for this game, it's like you have to color by adjusting, or, or your the idea is you're painting the landscape around you by adjusting levels. Mm. It's really hard to explain, but like, go check it out. I, I haven't really seen gameplay like that. It's very simple, but it seems it's just it's so crazy to me that that's a game. Um, yeah, it, it does look very cool. Though. The art style is like kind of geometric and cartoony. I like it. Um, and then I've already mentioned it, but Ori in the Blind Forest definitive edition. Yeah, it does look Had good. Had my eye on that for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That one looks good. What about you? You have a lot of checks on this list. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So are you getting, you're going to get Mario Kart, right? It's free. I might. We'll see. It's what? Who are you? I know. What? Why? I know. Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain yourself. I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to focus on games that are on my Switch right now. Mm. Um, just because there's so many and I just got Link's Awakening and I want to play Ori and the Blind Forest to demo. So what I need in my life is less distractions on my phone. Um, so what I'm going to do is I, I will play it eventually, I'm sure, but I'm not going to get it right away. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> is that okay with you, Mats? <laughs> Plus, I have Mario Kart Deluxe 8 on my Switch. Okay. Okay. I don't know. All right. That's what you want to do. We'll see what the future holds. Oh. All right. Well, here's what's <laughs> happened in my world. One. Because I'm not a farmer, picking up Mario Kart Tour. Also love all the farmers, but in general, going to pick this up because Mario Kart Tour is going to be amazing. In general, I play, I was part of the, the beta. I talked about it. I love it. It's the most amazing thing in the entire world. So good. And you're going to be missing out and I'm going to be laughing at you nonstop. Ha, 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 ha. Um, I look forward to it. Good. Good. <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm going to pick up that. Now, the other things that I'm going to pick up is Star Wars Jedi Knights 2 Jedi Outcast because it's only $10. They they talked about this game. It's one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time. It is the like first Star Wars game on the Switch, and it's a remake from an old Xbox game. But $10, I think this is a great price point because if I looked at like the Turok games that I spent way too much money on, this is a much better deal, amazing game. And it's just spectacular, like the Force Powers, everything like that. Very into this game. Very excited that's mm -hmm. on the Switch. It doesn't look like they did anything with the graphics, but I don't even care because <laughs> the gameplay is so good. I just remember this as a timeless classic of my team. So I'm very excited. $10. Um, yeah. I put a check on Contra Rogue Corpse because there is a uh, demo available. So uh, both Michael and I threw a bunch of shade on it because it has this weird 3D look and not really Contra-E. I don't know. I'm going to download the demo. I'm going to play it. I'm going to report back. My assumption is it's, I don't know, not worth $40, but I wanted to put a check on there. Uh, you know, D Darksiders 2, Deathfinity, like that game looks cool because it's it's older. It's finally on the Switch, but Darksiders, like intense, hardcore, hack and slash kind of type of game. I, I am in to it i'm not going to pick it up but i you know i think it's worth mentioning right just in general of like hey this game looks good yeah. the game i also checked though which i think looks really cool is this fight fight and rage game it's a classic 90s side scroller beaten up and it reminds me of the 
like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or Simpsons side scroller arcade game. And I like those, that type of game. Um, worth, mm-hmm. worth a check. It's 20 bucks, a little bit much, but worth a check on my list. Um, I checked all the Dragon Quest games. I was like, all of them, because you probably, if you've never played Dragon Quest, maybe worth picking up one or two. You know, that's kind of my thought. Just, I'm just going to check about it because if you like an RPG, that's cool that they're all here. And, you know, it's kind of weird the pricing five, six fifty, and twelve fifty. Very weird pricing, but. And then $60. Well, that's the new, new one, right? That's the new, new one. Yeah. So. Yeah. True. True. Uh, I also put Freedom Finger on there because stupid, but. I mean, it's outrageous. Like, definitely check it out because it's hilarious. I won't be picking it up, but (laughs) it made me laugh when I saw it. So, yeah. So anyways, those are my games, but that doesn't really matter because we have so much to talk about what you've been playing, Christina. Oh, I, I mean, obviously Link's Awakening. I love it. The game is pure joy. It's like the cutest game I've ever played. I mentioned the performance issues, but it's really, it, it hasn't altered my opinion of the game at all. I love it. Now, can you talk a little bit about the game? Just give like a little give. It can't be a review because you haven't finished it yet, but kind of a mini semi review. Right. And also, I want to know what's your history with Link's Awakening? Like, I need to know Have you played the old Game Boy ones. Is this is this your first time? Like, I need to know all about your background with this specific part of the series. This is the third uh, Zelda game I've ever played. Okay. The first one being Ocarina of Time, which I didn't finish on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And then Breath of the Wild. Um, I haven't had any huge, like, I feel like not knowing anything about this game, jumping into it, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. So not playing the original one from the original Game Boy, I don't feel like I had to play that in order to play this. I think you can come in fresh face, knowing nothing, and just really enjoy it, because I am. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's like, that's not hindering it at all. Uh, there have been a couple moments and and there is a learning curve, obviously, like with any game, when you first jump in, you just, you need to figure out what, what's happening. So I've seen in trailers that Link jumps when you first started in the game, you can't jump. Mm. You need to get that from a dungeon. Um, I will say the now, I, I'm not playing on hard mode. I'm playing on easy mode because I wanted to actually enjoy it and not get frustrated. But it's surprisingly easy to the point where I'm, I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm loving it. Um, I feel like I'm indestructible, which is great. That's how I want to feel when I'm playing a game. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure where to, where to start besides the fact that, like, when I was thrown in, like, I didn't know much of anything and and I just kind of figured it out as I went and it was enjoyable. I never got, I haven't gotten super frustrated at all. I've only had to look up one thing because I got really confused, really confused. And I think it was the fourth, fourth dungeon. Oh, I take that back. I had to look up two things. Okay. So not bad then. I didn't, I didn't didn't know what something was. Yeah. And I'm, I think there's like seven dungeons total roughly. And I just finished the fourth one. So yeah. Okay. And I, I may have, yeah, I may have to look up a couple more things as I go, but considering, you know, I've never played the original Link's Awakening, that's, that's pretty good for me. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, that's really great. Yeah. 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 But I'm really enjoying it. And it, it's funny to me because I was a little, just a tiny, like I was excited for the game, but I was a tiny bit hesitant only because 
after playing Breath of the Wild, I love Breath of the Wild. But then it seemed like Nintendo was just doing really weird things. Like, I'm not super into Super Smash Brothers, and they were really focusing on that. And then this last week, they came out with that weird... Um, that that circle plastic game what is it called ring ring adventure or whatever yeah ring 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 stuff i'm excited about it the ring stuff yeah yeah we didn't get to talk about it last week because i wasn't here yeah. but um i've concluded that it's it's weird and nintendo does weird things true <laughs> um but then i so i was like getting building up this feeling of like wow why is nintendo just doing these really strange things like i'm just not into this um, and then made me question, like, do I actually like Nintendo? But then I was started playing Link's Awakening. I'm like, okay, this this is why I like Nintendo. They do when they do games, especially Zelda games, like they just nail it, and it's just so good. And it's just sucked me in. Like any little bit of free time I have, I'm playing Link's Awakening. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm really enjoying. This it. is what I've yeah. heard time and time again. So I, I'm really glad that mm-hmm. you're liking it. And then your third Zelda game can be really. Um, a good one for you. And I, I will say I've played quite a lot of Zelda games, but I haven't finished a lot of Zelda games. <laughs> if maybe the original <laughs> about it, but um, I don't remember ever playing Link's Awakening on my Game Boy or the remake of it. I, I can't really remember. So when I go mm-hmm. into this game, it will be sort of a new adventure for me as well. And, and I think for a lot of people, they're in, oh, cool. in the same boat as you and me. I don't I don't think a lot of people are reflecting on the 20 plus years that this game has come out. And a lot of the reviews that I read are comparisons a little bit here and there about um, the the old one versus the new one and the differences where I don't know if that actually matters because it's like, is this game good or not? You know? Yeah. I think comparing it to the old one almost does a disservice to the new game because there's so many new people and and like just playing these Zelda games for the first time because of the switch that comparing it to the old one in these reviews doesn't really do much to help review the new game. It's mm-hmm. just comparing it to something that nobody really plays anymore. Yeah. So yeah, like so far, if you haven't, thought about picking it up but if you really liked breath of the wild oh that's another thing that that reminds me so breath of the wild on the switch had a really nice interface like Mm -hmm. it was like foolproof and they carried over those same elements like the the look of the um not the she i guess it's the sheikah slate like the graphics and stuff on it that's sort of carried over into link's awakening and I oh, really cool. like that they're kind of making that like they're building that continuity between them and the user interface itself kind of it feels the same. Like it doesn't feel like a totally different game. It feels like you're still in this universe, which I like, even though it's a totally different style. So it, it's cool that they were able to do that. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend it so far. Nice. Yeah. Is it worth and- the $60? Does it feel like a $60 game? I guess is my question. I will say this was partially gifted to me, so I didn't have to drop all 60 bones on it. Um, But I don't I don't know. I can't I can't really say one one being I haven't finished the game yet. Maybe if I finish it, I'll be able to have a better idea at the moment where I'm at right now. I may be like halfway through the game. It's hard for me to gauge. Maybe next week, like as I play more, I'll have a better idea if it's worth the $60. But Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, And then I mentioned I downloaded Ori in the Blind Forest demo. Haven't played it yet, but will eventually. 
Um, now, last week, you mentioned there was a game coming out called Niflheim, or I think you called it Niflheim. I don't, yeah, I don't know how, how to pronounce pr- it. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. Niflheim. So I was able to play this game a little bit. I did play it a little over a week ago. So um, it took me a little bit to kind of remember what I did in the game because then Link's Awakening came out and that consumed all my time. (laughs) But Niflheim, I got to play it a little bit. Um, It's very, I enjoy enjoy what I've played so far. So essentially it's a Norse-themed survival adventure RPG. Um, I think you mentioned last week that it was like a puzzle or not a puzzle, but like a castle building defense game. That's only a very small piece of it. Oh, see, the trailer made it look like that. Yeah, now that's that's a small piece of it. So basically, um, you're a Viking-esque warrior. You die in battle. And instead of going to Asgard, which is basically this peaceful and amazing heaven for Viking warriors, uh, you're stuck in this place called Niflheim which is kind of like this in-between world where it's terrible and you need to survive. Um, so the main goal in the game is to survive and you build a portal to get to Asgard. Um, starting out, you pick from four different types of warriors. One of them is a woman and she is like thick, like nothing is going to destroy this woman or any of the characters. They are through and through Viking warriors. <laughs> um, and they each have different like strengths and weaknesses and you can, uh, also choose from four different starting places. Now, each of the environments has different advantages and disadvantages. So you can kind of customize how you want to play the game a little bit. Um, Now, I only played for two hours. And out of these two hours, I was able to realize how in-depth the crafting system is in this game. Because after these two hours and like constantly just like collecting things, I was only able to make like one food recipe and make three arrows. (laughs) So, but I could see all the recipes I could make and it's, there's a lot you can do. Um, years like mining, you can brew potions and poisons, you can smell, you can cook. It's like a full through and through survival game. Um, now the art style is really cool. It's kind of like this dark and gritty look, but it's also hand drawn. Like it looks like hand inked watercolor kind of look. And the way the characters move, it's kind of like they're paper dolls. Like the way their limbs move and stuff like that. It's kind of like a realistic version of Don't Starve. That's kind of what I thought of it as. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, I was watching the trailer and I wasn't really sure like how the how the graphics were because I didn't know if yeah. the, you know, I was yeah, you indecisive. It, yeah, you weren't sure if it was fully cinematic or not. <laughs> Which it's it's close. The actual gameplay itself, it does look realistic. It, it's it's a cool. It's very stylized. It's very cool. Um, I think compared to the trailer, it's similar. Mm. But yeah. Um, as far as gameplay or things I've faced so far that were kind of like iffy, sometimes when you collective and forge things, it's a little dodgy because you have to like, it, it's like a 2D platformer, but a survival game. It, it's a little confusing to me. I'll explain that in a second. But <laughs> so when you're collecting and forging items, you have to like walk in front of them and then wait for the prompt to show up to hit X or A or whatever it tells you to hit. Um, and because everything looks like the same tone, like the mushrooms, they don't really stand out. The things that you can collect don't really stand out like berries on a bush. They, it just looks like a bush in the background that has berries on it. Um, so it's hard to tell. You could just walk by something and then the prompt shows up for like a millisecond and you miss it. Gotcha. Um yeah, and then the combat also feels a little off. And I don't know if it's due to like the animation itself, but it's like very like light and floaty. 
because it's like, you know, if you're a paper doll, you're just lifting up your limb and throwing it down all in the same sort of um, rhythm, I guess, like the same speed. So I'll like go to try to hit something or I'll like try to run by something and it does damage to me before it actually hits me. It's hmm. it's really strange to explain. I think it might just take some getting used to because I haven't really done that much combat. Gotcha. But okay. yeah. But my only my only issue is the fact that it's an adventure exploration survival game kind of thing. But the fact that it's a 2D platformer, you can only go left and right when there's a tree in the background. I can see a tree in the background. I should be able to chop down that tree in the background. There should be nothing stopping me from doing it. Um, And that's, I mean, it's the same issue I had kind of with Terraria. Is it just, to me, it doesn't make sense conceptually. But overall, it's a pretty cool survival game. It feels like it is so far. It's pretty extensive. Um, The uh, castle building kind of part that you were talking about. So you can kind of build this home base. And at times, it can get raided oh okay gotcha by like enemies yeah so that's that's pretty much the only kind of tower defense thing and then you can build defenses and things like that to kind of protect your house but that that's kind of the only like tower defense part to it um yeah overall i think as much as i played the game it definitely is worth 15 dollars um nice. i don't i don't think it's on sale right now i think it's yeah because it just came out this past week but yeah i like it and i'll be doing i'm um, and when I do get a chance to play it a little more, I'll do a full, a better written out review and, and post it on the site. But yeah, that's how nice. I feel about it so far. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad that you're able to sneak in a little bit of time, you and your, you know, Legend of Zelda nonstop. So, oh, this was before cool. I started playing yeah, okay. Link's Awakening. But <laughs> and then it immediately stopped, apparently. So, e- you know. yeah. <laughs> So. But what about you? Have you been playing anything? I have been. So uh, my high performance is still going on. I'm, I plan on trying to finish that this weekend and do a full written review on it, but still very, very good. Uh, I did download the free Super Kirby Clash game. And this game, I only played it for a little bit, but that's about as much as I wanted to play it. It, I don't, it, everything about it feels off. You, you have like a team of up to four people that are like played by the computer and you just kind of button mash and you're just you're you're all you're really doing is going into an environment with a boss and trying to beat up the boss and attack them nonstop. But it's all sort of time based. And and what I mean by time based is is like a mobile game where you can only play so many levels because they cost credits and you got to buy more credits or some token or something. And it feels very mobily and i don't like that so the game looks pretty good i mean it plays just fine it doesn't really seem like a full game but i'll play it a little bit more and get back i I only just played it just a tiny bit late at night and i was like i don't really know if i want to play this anymore (laughs) no is wait is this the snes game no this this is a this is a free game oh okay yeah, okay. Because Su- I know there was the SNES uh, Kirby game that came out. So I thought maybe you're talking about that at first. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a full okay. brand new Kirby game. 3D. Okay. It's free. It's called Super Kirby Clash. Download is free. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll play it for a few minutes. You'll be like, okay. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. I think it's under Featured. If you go to the eShop, go into Featured. I'm sure it's there. Okay. I'm um, looking. Hold on. Uh, it is. It is there. Super Kirby Clash. So, yeah, you know, whatever. 
but you know, it's got in-app purchases where you can download stuff and get gems and it's, it's weird. There's like gems and it's just boss battling and I don't know. It's, Mm -hmm. it's strange, but the game I really play that I'll talk about the most is untitled goose game, untitled goose game. I texted both of you as soon as I downloaded it and installed it. And what was the catalyst is that I played the trailer well, my friend Jesse was like, did you get the goose game? I was like, no, I'm going to skip it, I think. And he's like, you got to get the goose game. He said, it's like Metal Gear Solid, but you're a goose. And I go, I like that. And then I showed the trailer to Heather, who doesn't normally play games. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I want this game. I have to have this game in my life. And <laughs> um, we downloaded it. We're, and, and I was lucky because it was on sale for $15. It just came out, but it's on sale for $15. And... I started to watch reviews and play some reviews of it here and there. And and everyone sort of came to the same conclusion, which this game is spectacular. It's one of the best games and most fun games that I've played the entire year. But it's only about two and a half hours long, which is the perfect amount of time for a game for me. But that's how long it is. Yeah, that's like a perfect amount of time where if like, you know, you have some time, you can like play the game and finish it and that's it. And you feel like you accomplished something. That's cool. That's not super long. How much is it? $15. Okay. So you play as a goose and and and, and I have a full written <laughs> and review. That's it, no. <laughs> you play as a goose. And here's my favorite part about this game is that you play as a goose and you have a bunch of tasks to sort of torment this little village in a way. And you have tasks that you need to do. So it might be to the beginning part is in this little farmer, it might be to get the farmer wet or to get a bunch of items from the farm to create your own little picnic or to uh, break an item or have the farmer wear this hat uh, or something. And you need to figure out it's a puzzle game. You need to figure out how do you do these tasks? How do I accomplish this thing? And as a goose, you can honk, honk. You can flap your wings and you can duck and run so that's all you can do as a duck and you can pick up items so you can pick up items and do things like that and all of the non-playable characters or npcs they are aware of you and when you do something they want to correct it so if you pull a carrot out of the ground based on where they're at they will be like oh this goose has gotten this carrot i need to go fix that and you need to either distract them with something else. You need to do so many of something, something to be able to move that carrot around or get it out of their line of sight or whatever uh, to sort of avoid that. So each level, there's five levels, have about 10 tasks and there's bonus tasks and some other things. And there's one mm-hmm. like mega task. So once you do so many of the 10 tasks, there's like a mega task, which will progress you through the next level. And It's all in the same village, so it's sort of seamless through, and you control this goose, and it's kind of like that the the Niflheim game where there's an action, and it tells you where you can do it. So, for instance, you can just walk around and jam on the A button until you Mm -hmm. pick up something, and and you know you can do something because there's like a little outline on it. There's a little like, hey, something you can do something here. So when you get close enough to a carrot, um, you can it'll show you that you can pick it up and do stuff. The game is super clever. Super fun, super well done. The music is cool because there's usually no music unless you're up to no good. And uh, once you're up to no good, there's like piano playing and it gets more intense as more intense things are happening. 
And it's just, it's just a lot of fun uh, as you're playing through. And, and while the game is short, the game is a fun, weird, collaborative game because I'm like watching Heather play or she's watching me play and like, what if you did this? Or what if you did that? What if you do this? And um, trying to figure out the puzzles is fun, but it is a game that is just as fun to watch, if not more fun to watch than it is to play. That's cool. So you don't need to have like the other person actually playing to have them be into it. That, that's nice. Yeah, it is one of those games where the family would have fun playing it. You could just randomly pass it around while people are trying to figure out puzzles. Very, mm-hmm. It's very easy to understand, very sort of easy to comprehend what's going on just in general in the game and, and figure it out from there. Uh, it's very good. It's well put together. It is short, obviously, like I said earlier, um, but in general, it's very well put together. And for $15, it's I'm really glad I bought it. And uh, besides just some weird little, you know, the, the, it, it could be a little bit better with like the object detection. It could be a little bit better with the length, but um, I can see some replay value too of going through and trying to do speed runs. How fast can you do this or things like that? Mm. And it, it's quite good. And, and just or, the, if, or the, if like you had a friend that like came over and then you said, oh, you want to try this game and you can kind of watch them struggle through things that you know <laughs> yes. already had to do. Exactly. Now, the best part, <laughs> besides all of that, is that there is no consequences in the game. Oh. Yeah, you can't... So you can just mess things up for fun and not get in trouble? Correct. Like, they will attempt to... The NPCs will attempt to, like, shoo you away, or they will stop you from whatever you're doing. But in no way do you, like, lose. You can't lose. You can just not figure it out. Oh, but the you best can't, kinds of games. Yeah, you, you can't <laughs> lose. Like... Even just going around honking is fun, but if you like, if if for some reason you know you're causing havoc or you don't do something, there's not a you lose moment, and I think that is what has become what makes it enjoyable in that setting, and especially for Heather, yeah. is that there's not a I'm gonna lose. It's only I can't figure it out type of thing. Where if you're playing Zelda there is the opportunity that you can't figure it out and you die type of thing. And that becomes frustrating. Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's my Insta buy nine out of 10. That's actually is my review score. Nine out of 10, 4.5 out of five is is what we do. So nice. (laughs) I had, I had a friend message me earlier saying, um, well, well, first of all, on Instagram, I posted because there was this thing floating around Twitter of people complaining that in Link's Awakening, his eyes are too beady. Mm. So somebody photoshopped Link's eyes from Breath of the Wild onto the character in Link's Awakening. (laughs) And it's super creepy. And then it's like, all right, people, be quiet. (laughs) Um, But anyway, she replied to that and said, I was playing Untitled Goose Game today and made me think of you. And so I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing now. (laughs) Mm. Because if you're just playing as a goose causing trouble, running around honking, I wonder, like... If if that's what I do, I don't know. <laughs> honk. Yeah, maybe you're just going around honk. You honk. Just yeah. running around causing trouble. That's me. That's Christina. <laughs> uh, yep. All right. Well, this is a fun episode. I'm glad we got to talk about all the games we've been playing. That was fun. So yeah, yeah. Now that you know, I had a bunch. I actually did play this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's fine. We're finally at the point where we've been able to play games and give reviews and do stuff. And just it was nice that there wasn't too much news besides the Switch Lite, which again. Insta buy. That was big news, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. You can, of course, follow us everywhere on the internet at nintendodispatch.com. So you can read the reviews. There's a review button up there. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nintendodispatch, or you can follow us on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. And Christina now has the login information on her Switch so she can tweet out vids and pics of what she's playing, which is super fun. Uh, but that's going to <laughs> Yeah, all the goodness. And that, that helps for reviews because then it's just easier to take photos. That's what I say. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it. Until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.